Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. We are starting a new mini-series, so if you're joining us for the first time or you're coming back, hopefully this is helpful for you, this mini-series, with the help of AOTA Fact Sheets. And we're going to talk about smartphones today. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. We're going to call these different segments, as mentioned previously, Let's Talk Tips colon the topic so today it's going to be let's talk tips smartphones when we're talking in ot land we always want to help you live life to the fullest that's one of our slogans especially from the aota and you want to use your smartphones wisely want to help you prevent pain especially thumb pain and radial nerve pain any types of pain in general if you have a smartphone Chances are, if you're like me or other people I know, you may spend hours discovering all the things you could do with it. But you also know it has many downsides. Repetitive movements of your shoulders, necks, elbows, and thumbs can create pain and even structural changes in your joints, muscles, tendons, and nails in addition to straining your eyes. You might think to yourself, so I'll go back to the Stone Age. I don't need my email on my phone. I'll go to a flip phone, but some of the conditions still apply. Or I'll go to a non-flip phone, but it doesn't need email, so I won't feel the need and I won't feel the desire and the craving for the phone at all hours of the day. But no, even if you take away the email and you're just texting or whatnot, it still can have these problems. Let's figure out what we can do. By using your smartphone with some modifications, which we love to do in OT land, you can avoid or decrease discomfort or pain. There are many any tips, again, AOTA factions are helping us out here, and AOTA is wonderful to advocate for. They do great things for the profession and for people as well, and it was developed especially a lot of these tips from OT practitioners who are hand therapists and ergonomic therapists. In using your smartphones, one of the problems that might come is something called smartphone thumb, which is not such a smart condition to get. Symptoms may include discomfort or pain in the wrist and thumb when bending either toward the small finger. You may also have a dull aching pain in the base of your thumb or pain and snapping in your thumb when you bend and straighten it. It could be due to repeatedly pressing the small keyboard and sustained awkward positioning of your hands thumbs while typing. If you think about it, when you're holding a thumb, it's not a normal position. You're holding it in your hands and if it's one of these iPhones and you're holding it straight up, it's a very tight position for your fingers to be in and the thumbs are doing all the work and none of the other fingers. And if you imagine if you ever would type on the keyboard using your thumbs, that's a very awkward, very uncomfortable, very improbable position to use. So this might be one thing to look out for. What you can do is try to use one hand to secure the phone and use the index finger of your other hand to type. Don't always use the thumbs. Keep the messages short. Use word prediction, abbreviations, pre-type messages if possible. Avoid multiple internet searches. Limit your time spent playing games or using the phone in general using a small keyboard. You could also turn the phone sideways, which is a big feature that at least iPhone included later on, to give a little bit of a bigger keyboard a little bit of more spaces. If possible, use a plug-in keyboard to Increase the size of the keyboard and use multiple fingers. We've talked about this before. I'm a much bigger fan of actual buttons, actual instruments than sliding the finger and using the fingers because that's not really generalizable and that's not the best way to use instruments to use the fingers. Limit your time using thumb keyboards each day. Be selective in returning emails and text messages using the phone. If you feel discomfort or pain, stop and rest your hands. Gently stretch your thumbs, fingers, and wrists. Use ice packs daily as soon as discomfort or pain appears to reduce inflammation. And an OT can help provide education on the movements that cause the discomfort or pain and recommend ergonomic strategies. Again, we have an ergonomics 
podcast as well you can check out, especially to use the phone differently to prevent further issues. Provide splinting as needed. Those are different hand splints or different resting splints that can put the hands in more comfortable positions to relieve symptoms and enable tissues to heal. There could also be hand therapy to treat the injury and avoid further injury. Also, other ways to use the phone. A big one, big one we learned in school is cell phone elbow. It's also talking about the radial nerve, which is the one that comes behind the, the arm, behind the elbow, and comes up. Symptoms include tingling and numbness into your little finger and possible weakness of your hand. By continually bending your elbow to hold the phone to your ear, by definition, causing the nerve to be pinched and causing the nerve to be stretched and pushed and causing problems and bending. So, of course, before you even hear what other tips can be, my solution right away is using earphones as much as possible. I use earphones to record on this wonderful Apple iPhone device using Anchor and use the earphones to talk to my wife and other people and you yourself can also use earphones. Why do you have to hold the the cell phone to your ear in a fakakta position, bending that elbow and stressing out that nerve. Don't stress out the nerve. Don't stress out yourself. Also use the speakerphone feature or a hands-free ear device. Remember Bluetooth? People still use it. When feasible to avoid bending your elbow, change hands frequently during extended conversations without a hands-free device or use earphones. Use earphones. They're great. And they come free with an iPhone anyway. Recommend ergonomic strategies and equipment for using your phone and OT can do as well as what we're trying to tell here. As well as ways to help elbow heal and not further injure during other activities. And also can give, provide a splint for the elbow so it's not to re-injure the elbow when it's healing. There's another condition called cell phone neck. That's when you put the cell phone on your ear, you bend your neck, and you talk on it for a long time. By definition, you're cranking your neck and you're messing up the scalenes and other different muscles that are in the neck. You're stretching out the muscles on the right side if you're holding the cell phone with your left ear and you're crunching the nerves, the tissues, and the muscles in the left ear. And on the converse, if you're holding it with your right, you're stretching the left way past the comfortable position and you're crunching the right. That's not good. You could get muscle pain and spasms in the neck and shoulders with possible tingling and numbness in the arms. This is from prolonged head tilting and raising your shoulder to secure your ear to secure your the phone while talking. Why would you do that? There are so many better things to do. Do not cradle the phone between your neck and your shoulder. Please use the speakerphone. Please use hands-free ear devices. Please use earphones. We could also recommend equipment other ways to use your phone's hands-free. We could give ways to reduce spasms in the neck and shoulders. If any of these conditions appeal to you, unfortunately, or you feel them, please get them checked out. Talk to your doctor. Talk to your OT, an uh, in-person OT. We can only talk to you. We can't actually physically in-person help you on the show, but we want to make sure that you're fully functioning as well as having be pain free. You can use heat, massage, therapeutic activities and stretching techniques to reduce pain and increase healing. We could also recommend ways to avoid re-injury during other activities. Then there's something called PDA nails. It's not public displays of affection, but it's something that our symptoms include misshapen and ridged thumbnails. And this could be from continually pressing the keypad with your fingertips, which puts pressure on the nail bed, which is not good. Hold the phone in one hand and type with the other. Keep your nails short and use the fleshy pad of your index finger, not your fingertip, to type. 
We could also recommend alternate equipment for typing as well as to avoid further injury. There's also something called cellular blindness. We should never know from any of these conditions. Symptoms include dry eyes. By looking at a small screen for a prolonged time, you could cause the eyes to dry out. And of course, we don't want to look at small things the whole day. That's not the correct way to do it. Use proper corrective lenses. Increase font size and contrast. Use an easy-to-read font such as Times New Roman without italics. Purchase a phone with the largest screen possible. Every 20 minutes, look at an object at least 20 feet away for at least 20 seconds. We've mentioned that many times. And be sure to blink regularly to moisten the eyes. Avoid using a phone with a small screen. It's your primary tool for internet searches, emails, and texts. And of course, the OT can help you and recommend working with ophthalmologists or optometrists and give recommendations to use the phone without straining the eyes. And last, there's also smartphone fog. Symptoms include putting yourself and others in danger by using your smartphone while driving or walking. It's smartphone blindness. People that walk across the street are engrossed in their phone. They don't know what's flying and they're just walking. They won't even see a bike coming by, a person coming by. How many times are we holding our phone and almost smack into a pole, almost smack into a person? Do not use your smartphone while texting or driving. It's illegal. It's unsafe. Not recommended. Please don't ever do it. Texting while walking is also bad. It could lead to falling, being hit by a car, being hit by a person, being hit by a pole. If you're talking while walking, be aware of your surroundings, including cars, tripping hazards, and if you talk while driving, use hands-free. Therapy also can give ideas for injuries sustained when not paying attention. If discomfort, pain, or tingling occurs or persists, despite recommendations, please talk to an OT or your physician first. OTs can help in many places, and many things can be done. And we want to help you across the lifespan to do what you want, as functional as you can, as independent as you want. That's what we're here for. So join us next time as we continue the Let's Talk Tips mini-series with many topics coming up, including gardening. We're going to talk about gardening next time here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host... Mr. T.